Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. show hope you're having a great monday we hope to make it a little bit better for you now uh we are back for ladies in sports fashion movie reviews and of course the best indie music out there then later in the show we welcome the founders and creators behind black media matters now which is a streaming service for us by us then in hot topics we're breaking down everything everyone's talking about find out why drake got booed at a recent uh, music festival over the weekend and then a uh, man out of south carolina he went to mcdonald's to order some food and took home a surprise he was not expecting. Then we break down everything about the whole Whitney Houston, Robert Crawford. She's releasing a tell-all book next month. We're going to talk about that. There's a lot of backlash. But then when we come back, hot topics. But I do want to remind you we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestevenightshow.com. You can also check us out on uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Just go to our website, thestevenightshow.com. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this.
take a trip to Tobago, my God. They know what we sip, they know what we sip, they know what we sip when we get to the bar. show we want to before we get started want to wish all our vets out there a happy veterans day thank you for your service thank you for your bravery and making it safe for us to live in this free country so thank you so much for for all that uh, i want to remind you that um we are nominated for two atl's hottest entertainment awards we're nominated for hottest online radio show which is the Stephen Knight show and then i'm nominated for hottest uh, online host Stephen Knight. So go to our website, thestephennightshow.com or atlshottest.com, and please vote for us. Vote for us, we definitely uh, thank you in advance. 
Miss Parker, Miss Parker, how was your weekend? I know you don't have bad ones, but how was this one? It was a pretty relaxed one, so it definitely wasn't definitely happy Veterans Day, especially to the African American veterans out there. Mm-hmm. To all to all veterans, but especially the African American veterans out there who died for a country that they struggled to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely have to Most definitely. Um, so my weekend was great. Um, my weekend was great. It was relaxed and mm-hmm. busy. And I, I did some late fall cleaning. Okay. Um, I, I, know, I think you and I are similar in this, but I don't like a lot of clutter. Right. So my closet had been bothering me for a new fall, fall, fall cleaning was coming up, but the weather switched so quickly. Yeah. And it was back and forth for a while, so I left my summer clothes out longer than I typically do. And so a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, getting ready to go to Miami, and I pulled out all of my winter clothes to get ready to switch over mm-hmm. because my guest room was just a mess and every time I had to close the door because there's my walk past it, it was annoying like, I had anxiety <laughs> so, like, oh, so I literally spent six hours yesterday going through and, and I feel my whole home feels lighter yeah being able to get rid of all the clutter so it, yeah. was, it was good I definitely need to do that too um my weekend was cool I didn't do much of anything except for one yesterday I did go um to brunch at Kaleidoscope shout out to Dennis's birthday um, also, my ne- yeah, Dennis, and actually, um, my nephew Che, he he turned eleven today. His birth his birthday is November eleventh, and he turned eleven. I should have played those numbers. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, right, right, right. But yeah, good weekend. So it's good sometimes just to chill, be at the house, and I was fine with that completely. Uh, yeah, che- especially when the weather is cold. Yeah, no doing it. and I was telling you, so I always turn off my heat. Um, in the spring and in the summer because I only need it for, I turn off my gas, I'm sorry, because I only need it for the heat in the um, in the winter. And it started getting cold. The space here is not kicking it no more. So <laughs> I called I called you on Saturday because I called on Friday and they do that thing where you can put in your number, they'll call you back when you're in line. But they never call me back. So that's okay. I'll just call them Saturday. I'll call them Saturday and the poor girl to answer the phone, she was all over the place getting things wrong. She put my credit card number in wrong, and she said, it's probably me. I mean, I was getting annoyed, but I thought about it. One, I was grateful that I don't have to work on Saturdays. And second of all, I was thinking if I did have to work on Saturdays, I probably had that same energy she had. <laughs> so shout out to those <laughs> that work on the weekends. But uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they came today and hooked me up, which is good, because it'll be freezing tonight and freezing tomorrow. So thank God I have my heat. Mm-hmm. Glad you have heat. Yeah, exactly. Glad you have heat. Yes. Chica, how was your weekend? It was good, but I'm a little confused. So you you have to like reestablish your heat over again in the change of the season. I do. The only person I've ever heard of that, and I don't know why. Well, they they actually suggested it to me a few years ago, and so I've been doing it um, because I literally don't need it at all, uh, just just for my heat. And so save my little money, <laughs> and I get it. Uh, Turn oh. back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They actually, your gas is, the only thing in your home that runs on gas is your heat? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, so. Because my, I, yeah. I believe my, um, is my stove gas? Yeah, my stove is gas. Oh. I definitely wouldn't be able to do that. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Now I understand it better. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I also, um, the, same thing here. I, I really don't like that time of year of changing the clothes out and changing the linens, you know, over the winter. Yeah. I always hate it because it mm. involves so much work. It's a and lot. I really don't have the time, but it's a lot. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm there too. Uh, Steven, but I'm with you on the heat thing. My heat, I, Thanksgiving is my benchmark. I will not cut on that gas until <laughs> the week of Thanksgiving. You refuse, huh? <laughs> that is always my benchmark. It's colder where, it is, where you are. Oh, yeah, it's cold up there. No, I have a wonderful Kenwood space heater. Yes, shout out to Kenwood. You didn't send us no check. But oh. That heater right there, it's been around for years, and it heats up like a stove. <laughs> I want to say my, my space heater did hold me down. Cause on uh, it was Friday. I closed my room door and I had my space about. I had to turn the fan on so hot. <laughs> so those pieces, yeah, pieces the space heaters, they do work pretty well. Uh-huh. Um, I remember I made it a couple of weeks ago, and when it was like thirty degrees outside, everyone was saying it was spring. It was fall. I mean, I was like, is this fall or is it was freezing? Yeah, I slept in layers. I had to pull my heaters out. My <laughs> heaters actually work really well. They do. Yeah, I turn the heat on. It gets so hot, so I just use. I have a space heater downstairs and one upstairs, so it does work really well. But if I lived where she can't live, I probably oh my god, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you wouldn't be used to the regular because you, you guys are so used to the warm. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> okay. Well, our question of the day is: Do you think two people with different level of experience with dating could make it work? So, if someone's dated a hundred people and one person's dated one person. Do you think those two people can make it work? What are your thoughts, Ms. Parker? Yeah, I think anything is possible. Um, you know, the person who may have, who may have dated one person may be a bit more mature and, and settled in their thinking, and the person who dated 100 people that didn't work may be less so, you know, but, or more so from experience. So I think anything is possible. I think, I think you know, I think two people are willing to work on it together. I just think it takes the same energy to make a relationship work. Like, both yeah. people have to be asked to make it work, regardless of background. I agree. I agree. Chica? Um, timing, prayer, luck and energy. Right. <laughs> and also, if the people are saying, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can work. Yeah, it can work. But, you know, be, because I'm single and I am dating, what I find it to be that people that have made it a career of dating don't really know how to do anything else. So if mm. you're dating, you're out here, you're dating too much. Some people get accustomed to that and it becomes a lifestyle. Yeah. Cause they don't know how to, um, the stick I guess, avert their attention to one person. Cause they're so used to entertaining. No, I'm not talking about what? But I really do think that some people are like that. They just can't, you know, they can't stop the train. You know, they're on it. Well, this question came because someone told me I was too experienced. But, <laughs> but anyway. Uh, wait, 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 that I'm too experienced and um, I just have a lot of practice, I guess. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, I will say, I was a serial dater, but I'm really not trying to be one anymore. And so I think that a now, serial is a, that is the word of day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to be one anymore. And so I've been single for a minute, and um, we'll see how it works. But yeah, I don't want to keep. Breaking up and getting back. You know, I, I'm sick of that. So, that's why I'm doing things differently. But, yeah, I was told I was too experienced. 
All right, well, tw- tweet us at home, at Steve and I show SHL, and let us know, do you think two people with different levels of dating could make it work? All right, so, um, hot topic. So, Robin Crawford, uh, Whitney Houston's former best friend, she, um, they met when they were, I think it was either 18 and 16 or 17 and 16, but Whitney was a younger one. They met at... 17 and 19. Oh, 17 19, okay. And um, they worked at a camp, and they quickly became close friends, and then Robin... Is writing this tell-all book now. I'm called A Song For You. It comes out next month. Well, it comes out this month. I'm sorry. And she's in the book, she says that when they first met, the relationship became physical. Um, but then Whitney, after she signed her contract with Arista Records, Clive Davis, she called off the, the relationship and said that it would be used against them. And um, Whitney's mom told her that it was unnatural for two women to be so close. And so... Uh, now Robbins, of course, she support, she's uh, promoting the book. She's going to be on Wendy Williams tomorrow, and she's been doing some other rounds. I think, Ms. Parker, you saw something over the weekend. And so people are wondering, what is her motive for coming out with this book now? Because she always said that she um, would never speak on the relationship with Whitney. I remember after Whitney passed, she did this open letter just saying how great a person she was, and she never spoke on it, and she wouldn't. But now, seven years after Whitney's passed, she's saying that Whitney would understand, and everyone else has told her story. Now she wants to tell it herself. What are your thoughts? Do you think would you? It, she says that Whitney would be okay with it. Do you? Do you think you would be okay with it if if your best friend did this? You know, after you passed, yeah. or what? Miss Parker, take it away. What, you say you'd be fine with it. Yeah, I'll be okay with it because I think I think that if I'm dead, then it doesn't matter. You know, mm. but I I just think that the story is not just. Because Whitney wasn't, as, she was with Whitney for 20 years as a friend and confident mm-hmm. and, and part time at, at, at two years of lover. Right. So I think it's not just, you know, there's a saying that says, if you don't want to be a part of somebody's story, don't be in their life, right? Or, or if you don't want to be, however the person tell their story, they're entitled to. But not just Whitney's story. I think it's a selfish way of viewing it that says that that's Whitney's story. It's mm-hmm. her story too. It's 20 years of her life. Yeah. She, she's allowed to tell it, you know? Uh, but I do think that I watched it on 2020, and I, this is the most, it, I, I was emotionally moved. It was the most respectful, most beautiful way of, she's, she's a, I can see why Whitney probably would have fell in love with her. She seems so very gentle and loving, and even to, to Whitney Houston's memory, as she said, she was, you know, she was beaming, she was calling her beautiful. Uh, it, it was, uh, it was a, a heart more so than a tell-all. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I literally wanted to rewind and watch the game because I was just like, oh my God, Like their love for each other was beautiful. It wasn't just romantic. And that's something that, that one of the, the, the reviews that I saw actually been getting really great, really good reviews. Mm-hmm. I think people who are, um, who have issues with maybe seek, I think they're struggling with it a little bit, honestly. Mm. But I think also, too, that... Um, from what I've seen from people who who are giving review on the book and how it's being told from professional industry level, I think those people are giving a good review. But I remember, I think I either read somewhere or she said that she was like, their relationship wasn't about the love affair part because that was two years of it. She was with Whitney Houston for, for 20 years as her best friend and, and uh and to work with her mm-hmm. and working with her. Yeah. Um, she said that was on the two years, the physical part. And so they, they asked her on the, on the Dateline interview, 
when that ended, did it not bother you? She was like, no, because my love for her was, be, she, our love for each other was beyond physical. Um, and I remember when they asked her, like, how did you feel when, when Whitney actually gave her wedding and she married someone else besides, you know, it wasn't you and you guys. And she was like, my love for Whitney Houston was that you have you ever loved someone so much you want to see them happy, whatever makes them happy, makes you happy? She said it was never about the physical part. She said we loved each other. She, on a spiritual level, on a, on a deep intimacy, because he kept going back to the physical part, and she was saying, no, we were, like, it, it, being intimate with somebody is not physical, not only mm-hmm. physical. Right. It was, but it was but you, you know what, though? You can't explain it to someone who's never experienced it. If that's you've never experienced true. it, you that's don't know what it is. Deep, that really deep love. Like, I was literally, like, I'm telling you, it was like a love story that, that we, could all, we could all dream of. Someone just love you beyond all of your flaws, beyond all of your, beyond anything physical. Like, they never have to touch you ever in your life, but they just love you beyond. I mean, it, it, was, it was inspiring to me. But I will say this. I think that um, you're right, Chike. I think that people who are looking at it from a physical standpoint, they have an issue with her telling it. But if you listen to really, maybe you even read the book, that it's a deep, a deep uh, connection that they had that that was beyond something that we could probably comprehend. And I think in, in relations, I'm going to skip this last point, in relation to the Whitney Houston documentary, I saw how Whitney Houston struggled to love herself. Having someone to love you that much, that's healing. You know? Like, when you, when, if you're struggling to get through life and struggling to love yourself and there's somebody in your corner that loves you that much, I think if Robin had been there the entire time, Whitney Houston would not have ended up the way she did. Because Robin Love would have helped heal her. That's the type of love that they have for each other. And I think I think Whitney Houston was trying to create a life that she felt would be accepted. And so she struggled with that. I remember watching her documentary and how emotional I got on the plane. I was crying. So I was like, this lady lived in so much pain, so much emotional pain. Mm-hmm. And so I just knowing that somebody was there to love her that much really helped. I think for me, um, as a as a person who really pitied Whitney Houston in her last days. Um, see that, you know, she had something like that in her corner. It was, it's beautiful to me. I love it. So anyway, mm. go ahead. What are your thoughts, Chica? So, I mean, I, I, I've heard before that part of Whitney's misery was the fact that she couldn't, you know, be with Robin the way she really wanted to. You know, that was like the lost love of her life that way. And that's why she was so, like, tortured. Um, me, personally, I wouldn't care if I died and someone, you know, told my story. I'm gone. However, me being alive, me telling someone's story, me personally, I would have waited to um, Miss Sissy wasn't around anymore. Mm. I would have, like, because I know that she's, like, <laughs> probably bubbling right now. But that was part of the boiling. problem, though. That was part of the problem. Yeah. We, need to, we need to end that. You know what I mean? That was part of the problem, that mm. she grew up, that Whitney Houston grew up in a family that was so close-minded that all of, them, all of the children ended up on drugs. Um, they lived tortured lives that they couldn't be themselves. That's part of the issue. That's the cycle of generational trauma that needs to be broken in that family. So I think I think the more I think the more we can expose that and how toxic black families can be and how toxic um, living up to their expectations because it's a religious thing or uh, because their mother religion is is, is 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 something that is projected on them. We need to realize that people we need to give people the room to live who they are and be okay with that and let people be happy while they're here. You rest in peace, please live in peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. 
No, I'm saying she's going to be on um, Wendy Williams tomorrow. Wendy Williams, um, she said last week that um, Robin's manager reached out to her manager so they could talk before because Robin wanted to talk to her, make sure it'd be uh, not a messy interview, respectful. right? Respectful interview. Yeah. And she said that she said yeah. that she, she said she really liked Robin on the phone, and she said that um, that she said she's someone that she would give her number with so they can keep in touch afterwards. She said that they um, yeah, it was a really good conversation. I'm telling you, I, yeah. I was I was captivated by her on that interview. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone speak so softly. So I mean, it was almost like she was giving like she was tr- giving a tribute that she wasn't like the things that she wasn't able to say to Whitney all those years, and the things that she wasn't able to say to Whitney at her funeral. You could see the woman's heart through her clothes. Like, I, I, I have never, it's been a long time since I've been so touched by somebody's story, love affair story. And, like, it, it really touched me. Like, you can just see the love that she had for Whitney Houston that has never died and that she wanted the best. That's the type of love that we all, I think, wish for. And I just think it was just sad that Whitney wasn't able to hold on to that. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm definitely going to read the book, but, um, but yeah, I don't know how I feel. About it. I mean, I see both sides of the story. I really do. And I was telling you, I know we were talking about this on Saturday. You almost hung up on me. I said, I do see, um, I do see my part. Is if Whitney always denied, I mean, because the rumors were around forever, Whitney always denied that there was anything more than a friendship between them. Um, and. You know, Robin got out at her, but I, but I don't. But again, I think, like you said, the story's not just about that. It's about her love for her as a person. So I just see yeah. both sides of it. It's just I don't know. I don't but know. They, they can really ask her in the interview, the twenty twenty interview. She asked that she, uh, he asked her. He said, "Did Whitney Houston ever identify as gay?" And she yeah. said, "No." She said, "Honestly, I mean, she said honestly, Whitney was very." She was a very fluid person. Yeah, that's what it is. Her personality. Mm-hmm. Whitney Houston, I think if she lived in, if she was born in today's society, she would have been a happy person because she would have been able to live her truth. Mm-hmm. But because she was born in circumstances into a family that was so toxic with their generational tradition, I think it forced her into a space where she could not really live her happiness. Because mm-hmm. she was saying that how Whitney Houston, uh, uh, she was like, no, she never identified because she just felt like titles limit you. Mm-hmm. And I think people who think like that, people who are free spirit. But she wasn't a free spirit how she grew up. Mm-hmm. That's just to me, so it's just really sad. No, it really is. Sad. It is sad. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll, we'll a few more hot topics right back after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
respect, respect. Cause any given time, turn for the check, huh? Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Rolly, rolly, call some stacks, stacks. Holy moly, I am back, back. That's a Tesla, not a act, act. 80s, baby, I was born dope. Whip it up, make a dub pack. Bought a lag, fixed it up on dubs now. Ho, checking for me, checking, checking for me. Got the clout nine, tell him, wait a second for me. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. My They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Took a loss, cause of took a loss, loss. Having in a business. Soon turn a witness. 40 cow, now you running. Boy, fitness, huh? Drop they honey and on some Louis. Yeah, drop 900 on some Gucci. Whoa, drop two G's on some Gucci. Strawberry poop. I call her Mama Smoothie. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. My they on go, on go. Yeah, La Mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know. He got my name in his mouth, take it out. She got my thing in her mouth, can't take it out. No, you out here trolling for the clout, shut your mouth. You being goalie for the clout, hit his spouse. Oh, swagalicious, they say chingy. All white coupe, that's a Mercedes brick. Flip a stack without hitting a lid. E40 with the boss, cause with this I'm sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. My They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Hi, I'm Tina Lifford. You know me as Aunt Bi on Queen Sugar and author of The Little Book of Big Lies. And I am listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Are you? Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephennightshow.com. All right, so Drake, he was um, a guest performer at Tower the Creator's annual Camp Flong Nog Festival in L.A. over the weekend. And uh, Tyler announced to the crowd that he had a surprise guest. Well, when Drake came out, 20 minutes to his set, the audience started booing him. And people think it's because Drake. People are thinking, they think the reason why he got booed was because the fans were expecting to see Frank Ocean. Because Frank Ocean and Tyler, they're they're close and they do similar music. And so at one point, Drake says, if y'all want me to keep going, I'll keep going. If not, I'll leave. And they booed him to leave. And so he said, well, I still oh, love wow. you. He said, I love y'all. My name's Drake. And he, and he walked off stage. 
and, and they you said their fingers because why? That they because they, the crowd was expecting to see Frank Ocean come out as a guest a guest performer, not uh, Drake. But a lot of people are saying that um, Drake's music, although you know obviously he's a great artist, it's that was the wrong crowd for him. That crowd wasn't wasn't his listeners. Wh- which concert? I'm sorry, I missed. Which concert was that? It was a it, Tyler the Creator has an annual Camp Flong Nong Festival in L.A. and he announced that he was bringing out a, a special guest. And when Drake came out, not Frank Ocean, he got booed. Really? Yeah. It's so funny because Drake is no wrong my eyes. Mm-hmm. No wrong. Do you think he handled that well by walking off stage? You know. Yeah, I think he handled it professionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's a scorpion. They're sensitive. And listen, you booing me, I'm going to have to go too. But I think that, um, I mean, what could he have done? Just kept performing and kept, like, Getting booed. I, I don't know. I just, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think and what, I think maybe Lee was the best thing because obviously they didn't want him there. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say again, Stephen, what was his salutation? How did he leave? He said, "I love you all. Mm-hmm. Any, I love you all anyway." My name is Drake, and he walked out. I thought that was very professional. I thought it was too. Yeah, I thought it was uh-huh. too because, like um, Eve was saying today, that he could have easily have got let his ego take over and start cussing at the audience and all that stuff, and he didn't. You know, he walked off. He was professional. He was cool and. Well, no, don't get it twisted. That hurt. That oh, yeah. did get hurt. Oh, yeah. He probably went home and cried after oh, that. Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, for sure. Now it's all over social media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But he'll bounce back. We're going to get some fire music, though. We're going to get some fire. <laughs> exactly. So, y'all think about this. So, um, Instagram, they have already tested this theory in other countries, but they're going to start taking away, not making the likes visible. So, say, Chiki, if you post a picture or a video on social media, I can like it. You'll see the like, but the public won't see how many people liked it. And they think that this will help out with the bullying that happens with younger kids and, and uh, you know, the people in their early 20s. But Cardi B made a video, and she said that the likes aren't the problem. The problem are the comments. So do you think the comments are what hurts or what can be cause bully, someone to be bullied, or do you think the likes? you think that will impact the thing? Cardi B be making some good points. The girl is as crazy as can be, but she's uh-huh. making some good points. Uh-huh. Um, I was saying the same thing. They need to have everybody shut off and shut off, period. Because a lot of times when I look at these celebrities and when they're in office therapy and having a fit, it's because they're reading the comments. Mm-hmm. And so in not being a celebrity and being a child, that you, especially when you were a teenager, you know how confused we were, how emotional, how chemically imbalanced we were. All those things, imagine going and reading your comments and somebody puts something on your comments everybody, all your other friends can see. Mm-hmm. That's damaging. Yeah. So I think the comments are not good for regular people, for kids, for celebrities. They need to cut the comments off. It's, like is not the problem. You like a problem, take your two, two pictures and nobody else like it, that's fine. But those comments is what hurts for. Yeah. And I think those, those comments should be taken. There's no reason to leave comments. Just mm. like a picture and keep it moving. Okay. Chica. Um... I guess um, I just wish that we were rising to a better level that that stuff didn't bother us like that. That's not real. It's not real stuff. Yeah, but you can, you, you can handle that, but a lot of people can't. Yeah, you know, we're I, know. I just wish that we were more evolved in that. I really do. Like, it, it, it's sad that we don't, that is the attention grabber in our lives now. Like, this is the thing that is. And... People are really taking this stuff to heart and, and making it ingrained into their souls. 
and it's making them do like horrible, horrible things. It's just horrible. It's a it's a really low way of existence. Seriously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. social media is not your life. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I think actually think I, I I wish they didn't take away the likes, but they would you know uh, monitor the comments better because the likes in a lot of cases. That's how I can gauge sometimes what topics we should talk about on the show. The more people are interested in it by liking it and engaging in it. So I think that well, they, I'm glad we'll be able to because you can see it, right? You well, you won't be able to see the lights. No, you just be able to see the comments. No, you would though. You would. Oh yeah, but I'm saying like if I go like on if I go like on the shade room or whatnot to see what topics are hot, everybody's talking about. It's hard to tell from from the if the likes are not there anymore to uh, see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like if you were doing like kind of research. Right. Right. Exactly. What topics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll So on, on, hold on, hold on. On the standpoint though of like how I and why I use social media, it's mostly for purposes. Right. So with it, with it being said in that manner, it's going to hurt. Yeah, it's going to hurt. It's not going to work the way that it used to work. Mm-hmm. So I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I was willing to talk about some type of happy medium. <laughs> They'll find a way because I can guarantee they're going to start counting comments. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> Something. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, well, it's supposed to happen next week, so we'll see what happens. All right, so just our last story. So a South Carolina man claims that a normal order at his local McDonald's turned into something completely different after he realized his sweet tea had a little something extra added in it. According to Fox News, Paris Brown, who's 24, he claims that he went to McDonald's in Hilton Head Island and placed the order for 10-piece chicken McNuggets, a double cheeseburger, and a sweet tea with light ice and extra lemon. However, he believes that the tea, the term extra lemon was code for something else. He claims that marijuana was put inside his drink. Reportedly claims to have found three bags of marijuana in his cup after finishing his sweet tea. He said, well, I was high and panicking at work. So I called my dad. I didn't want to get in trouble for this. I have never had weed a day in my life. So immediately after I started thinking it or drinking it, I started feeling weird and I didn't and it didn't taste like something I recognized. Um, there's a current ongoing uh, investigation. McDonald's says in a statement, our biggest priority is always the safety and well-being of customers. We are fully cooperating with law enforcement on the validity of this claim. What are your thoughts? I don't believe that. You think somebody gave him three bags of weed for free? <laughs> no. no, no, I don't believe it at all. Well, wait a minute. Did, didn't you didn't you say that he he was charged more? No, uh, uh-uh. uh, he asked for he, he asked for. Oh, he said it, he said that dollar fifty cents for that cup of tea. He, <laughs> he got three bags of weed. Uh-huh. He, what a story he tells, please. I can guarantee so, you. Like, McDonald's so, McDonald's so, not giving away no free weed. Okay, so, <laughs> McDonald's not giving away free weed. I know that for a fact. So, so we're doing drinkables now? This is what we're doing? Oh not edibles, God. but drinkables. I can only imagine how, if this happened, how he felt at work, because them edibles ain't no joke. <laughs> They're not a joke. I think he had them. Now he had them in days of years. I will say this, that back when I, my first job was at Taco Bell, and um, they had merged um, this the location in the city with the location in the county where I lived. And everybody was real cool that came from the city. But this one guy, he was real quiet. I won't say his name. He had a very interesting name. But he was very quiet. He was speaking. He was cool. But he was always so quiet. Come to find out he was selling weed through the drive-thru. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 
He was so weak to drop the. Wow. Well, listen, this is our last show for November. We'll be back in um, in December. But Miss Park, before we go, tell us about tell everyone about this year's uh, the Stephen I Show Christmas surprise uh, giveaway. We're going. To, we're going to continue our our tradition for the last. I believe this could be the third year where yeah. we have um, collected uh, donations and money to help the homeless. And we'll probably be doing what we did last year, waiting until um, MLK weekend just to give people more time to donate and, and get things together. Um, but we're going to do care packages. Uh, hopefully, we can get a few tennis shoes, which is needed, some socks, blankets, coats. Um, to take and, and, and do our homeless giveaway. But beforehand, uh, we're hoping that if anybody have this doesn't have to be anything new, if anyone have um, coats and why they're cleaning out their closet and switching out their closet from, from fall to winter, if you have any old coats or, or jackets, or anything warm that you are not no longer using, please let us know. We will take it to um, Open Hand, which is one of the organizations we've supported for years. Um, I'm sorry, not open. Open hand is an organization we have supported for years, but mm-hmm. the, the coat and warm clothes is going to go to Beyond, beyond Wall. Uh-huh. And what he does is he is a uh, he's very dedicated to um, giving the homeless uh, a dignity, and he's done a lot of things in the community and and, and, and written a book and, and opened a museum that people can learn about homelessness and how it affects all of us, mm-hmm. not just the people who are out there, us society. So great organization. If you have anything, shoes, socks, you want to donate. We'll be taking donation between now and Christmas. Um, we're hoping that you guys can help us out, and, and we'll definitely make sure to post a picture of how much your donation has helped. Yes. If you go to our website, deceivingnightshow.com, you can see the other things we've done over the years. Um, this is our favorite time to give back. Um, and last year we made it on MLK Day just because it's a day of service. So go to our website, and you can definitely see our, the charity work we've done in the past, and we definitely look forward to your support. Miss Parker, have a great week, and I'll talk to you. Well, I'll see you before then, but I'll see you on the show in December. <laughs> and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. Okay, perfect. All right, Chica, I'll see you in movie reviews. See you, Miss Parker. <laughs> Bye. All right, right back after this.
Melody Holt from Love and Marriage Huntsville, and you are listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our guests tonight are owners of the streaming service Black Media Matters Now. Currently, they are building the BMM Now app and website with content, but tonight they joined us to tell us much more. Please help me welcome Sherelle Hogans, David Coker, and Leonard Young. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, thanks for having us. We definitely appreciate it. So listen, I'm going to go um, by one by one and tell us just a little bit about you and your background, and then we'll get into the uh, into Black uh, Media Matters now, okay? Let's start off with uh, Sherelle Hogan's. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, thanks so much for having us. Um, I'm Sherelle Diamond Hogan's. I am an author and also um, director and producer of a film I put out called A Family Affair. Nice. Um, I do a lot of teaching, educational teaching through the arts. 
Um, our movie came out in 2017, and we used one movie and broke it down to six short films um, to be able to discuss trauma um, in various ways, whether it's depression, suicide, sexual assault, or domestic violence. And um, I just love teaching through the arts and being very creative and also as a female being able to have control behind the camera of the script and helping develop um, artists and um, just being able to be able to help the community and the world through telling um, the signs and symptoms of trauma and definitely talking about resources. Most definitely. Well, welcome. Welcome. All right, David. Okay. Um, I'm David Coker. Um, my background is kind of varied between marketing and um, also event planning and promotions. Uh, I've been a promoter and an event planner for well over 20 years. Um, also been in marketing for about that long as well. Um, I've done a lot of um, working with a lot of small businesses and helping them to improve their businesses and, and um, helping them to get on their feet. Also in working with um, a lot of inter entertainers and musicians um, locally in the tri-state area. Um, with artist development, I've been in music management, um, working with some of the top bands in the tri-state area, and also some of the top artists in the tri-state area. Um, you know, getting them, um, helping them to grow and helping them to become better artists and also to recognize all of their talents. So it's something that um, I've always had a passion about. Marketing in, in, in itself is something I've always had a, a passion about is taking something and molding it and making it into something better. And that's basically what I've done um, over the last 20 years with everything that I've gotten involved in. Nice, nice. And then we have Leonard. Leonard, tell, tell us about yourself. Uh, yes, yeah, so, um, of course, my name is Leonard Young. And, uh, you know, so my experience probably is kind of similar to days, but i um, been an entrepreneur for 10 to 12 years. And I really started with a, um, a website platform in Delaware called DelawareBlack.com where we really just started profiling black businesses, local events, and positive news regarding the African-American community. Because, of course, we know a lot of times, um, you know, they don't put some of our accomplishments in the best light. They focus exactly. on the negative, not the positive. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of started that. And then from there with moderate success, expanded that currently to about 18 different cities where we have the same type of platform promoting black businesses, local events, um, positive news regarding African Americans. So, you know, like my whole thing is, um, you know, it, it really takes us to support us for us mm -hmm. to get ahead. Yes. So, you yes. know, um, that's one of the reasons why we all came together for the platform. Cause we just recognize there's a, a lack in black media, um, movies. I mean, of course, and I mean, we'll talk about, but even though we love Netflix and all those other stations, right. you know, it doesn't give a, a, a fair representation of all that we have to offer. Most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, I was going to ask, so how long did you all know each other and and what made you all decide, let's come up with this concept and let's make it happen? Um, so, um, so I, I'm not... I, I think I've known Sherelle longer, but I, know, I at least know Dave probably five or six years, okay. probably Sherelle, yeah. the same if not longer. And um, 
So I came up with the idea sometime last year, but, you know, kind of like with most entrepreneurs, you have so much going on that right. it's like, you know, you can't do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I talked to Dave about it. Dave was in, you know, one, one of my one of my best friends. And then um, I had also consulted with Sherelle because Sherelle has just a wealth of information regarding, um, you know, the just the movie you know, atmosphere, producing, directing, all that. Yeah. And, um, you know, to be honest, it just made sense. And when we came together, you know, it just seemed like something that would be great for us. Okay. It's picking back off of what Leonard just said. That is it's, it's funny. Uh, Leonard and I, uh, we have a great relationship, and we are very close. And Sherelle is, I didn't know Sherelle well, but we've known each other over the years because we've come across each other in different things that we've done. I've always had a very big respect for the things that she has done. And uh, she is one of those movers and shakers. So, you know, when there's a mover and shaker, you always got to pay attention. Yeah, you got to. You know what I mean? So so when Leonard pitched the ideal to me, you know, I I was all in. And then, you know, one day we were having a conversation, and, and, you know, we were talking about trying to get somebody else involved, and and Jarrell's name came up. I said, hey, there you go. There's no better, <laughs> That's the no better person to bring in. <laughs> yeah, so, so, and so, and because we move in the same circles, all three of us. Right, um, right, yeah. You know, it just made sense for us to come together. That's it. All right, so Sherelle, so then they come to you with this idea, and what made you decide, yeah, I want to be part of this? Well, it's an amazing platform, um, first of all, for um, African Americans and also artists, um, which is my field and uh, my passion. And when I was trying to do the legwork of my own personal um, film, it was, you keep running into these, you know, closed doors, yeah. um, people don't share information, exactly. and you don't, what's the next step after you put all your money, your passion, your hard work into um, creating a film of substance, where does it go? Exactly. What's the next step? Yeah. And if it's not on one of the major platforms that you see on TV, you know, a lot of people just aim for that and that's it. You know, it has to be seen on cable. Tyler Perry mm-hmm. has to it has to get in Oprah's hand or Tyler Perry's hand, and they miss the they miss the picture of or the opportunity of um, I want to say low hanging fruit. Whereas you get exposure, you still get the message across. Some people are really excited just about about creating something, but right. not thinking it through of um, and really just the underlining purpose of it of impacting people right and right. if they don't hit the big fish in a sense then they just shelve it exactly and they try something else yeah. but yeah. if you stay with the purpose and then you know this platform is, a, is amazing because um with um my two partners and their reach their expertise their history their resume you know they've already been very successful in the other platforms that they have so this is just one more entity so they're not coming just out of the woods. Hey, my name is such and such. They already have a track record. They already have some momentum um, behind their current right. their current businesses. And so this is one more platform and exposure because you never know who's going to see your that, stuff. That's true. That's true. And 
and who can get it in the hands of the person that you may want it to be in or in somebody else's hands. But this is a platform, first of all, the title itself um, with the lack of our voice our voices, our faces, our yeah. work yep. being heard yeah. um, around the world on a you know on a world platform. This is an amazing opportunity to give voice to our creativity, our thought process, our excellence, our brain power. You know, it gives voice to that. So that was my reasoning to be able to um, partner with these amazing. Um, partners I have and they're also creatives in their own right and to also bring the theatrical world, the production world that I've entered into through networking we have to start thinking um, multifaceted versus just tunnel vision of getting stuff in one person's hands because in the reality of they have a lot of they have gazillion things coming their way right? and the, the, the odds of it actually getting in their face making it through all the channels that it needs to and them them actually looking at it is, is slim to none exactly. and then they may only need one so what happens if you're not right yeah, what yeah. happens if you don't get picked for that one That's you true. know so just uh, just want creatives to find value in their work and put it in plenty of pools that way multiple people see it get the buzz started and you know you don't just shelve it because we we go on um other streaming things and it's old stuff on there from way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. It will always mean something, have meaning to someone. So, you know, and then you can credit that, okay, let me Google search this person because I like their work. What else have they done? Exactly. So my, you know, so there's a lot of exposure available for artists um, of um, various, various artists and various avenues to be able to get their work seen, get their work, um, you know, get some comments, get some feedback yeah. um, from their culture and be able to use this as a stepping stone as they are continuing to create more things. Most definitely, most definitely. So in, in a nutshell, for people listening tonight, what would you describe Black Media Matters now? What, what would you describe the platform overall? What's the overall uh, description? Leonard, you taking that one? You asking me specifically? <laughs> Whomever. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, really, like, what we describe it as is this is a platform. People who want to be able to have the opportunity to get their movie on a platform, um, we, we for the platform, we definitely plan on doing a lot of advertising and marketing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're okay if these producers, directors, filmmakers want to use us as their stepping stone. Okay. Because, like, one of, one of the ways we see it is that, okay, they come to us, you know, they, they clock some views, whether it's 10,000, 100,000. They get known, and then, you know, pitching themselves to Netflix, pitching themselves to Prime is just a better opportunity because they have a track record. So, so, I mean, that's part of it. So, like, use us as a stepping stone. Two is, you know, and I, I you know, I, I don't want to sound like Suge Knight, but, <laughs> you know, if you but, you know, if you can't get on Netflix, if you can't get on Amazon Prime, but you know you have a quality movie, and maybe it just doesn't fit what their, you know, executives who are probably don't look like us are looking for. Then you know, come on over to BMM now. Yeah, <laughs> BMM. <now. laughs> come on over, come through, come through. Right, yeah, right. There you go. There you go. So, there. so how would so someone? Well, first of all, when when does when does it launch? When does everything launch? Yep, so we, we plan to be launching this fall. Okay. So, I mean, that, that's kind of our target date. Um, 
if people and, and I'll just go ahead and say so if people are interested in sub submitting a movie for yeah. consideration uh, and we say consideration because I mean we we can't take everything exactly want to be of quality right right but yeah. if people want to submit something for consideration um, the best option is to send us an email and we have a link which um, links to a form where they can kind of like sub submit some preliminary information um, email address is bmmnow the number one at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So ultimately, what do you, where do you see uh, this platform in the next five, 10 years? Where do you see it? Do you see it as a, the next Netflix or a competitive Netflix or where do you see it for yourself? I know, I know it's well, kind of hard, hard to, uh, cause right now you're launching it all, but what is the, what is the plan? Well, let me, let me, let me, let me say this. Okay. We we are looking to to not only just enter the game. We're looking to 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 be a major player. Yeah, in the most game. definitely. Yeah, you know? and that's the key. That's the key. So we're we're hoping in the next five years to to make this, make this platform a one of the most recognizable recognizable platforms mm -hmm. out there. Now. Are we going to challenge Netflix? Are we going to do? Are we going to challenge uh, Hulu and those type of platforms? Of course, we would like to say so, but um, but even if we just find our own little niche, exactly. like Terrell said earlier, yeah, Terrell yeah. was talking about you know those people who are trying trying to make their way, um, you know, trying to get to um, get their stuff out there. Like Terrell talked about how hard. It was for her to market her movie and to get the doors to open that she needed to have open. These are the people that we want to to contact because filmmakers, when you look at it, that you know there's so many of them out there now. They're doing film, they're doing documentaries, they're they're doing the music stuff um, as well. Mm -hmm. So we're looking to take all of those people and put them together. In, in a place that they can call home and be happy with. And, you know, and it's all about us. Yeah. And if definitely. we can do that and we can do it successfully, we'll be all right in five years. We'll be better than all right. And I think this is great time because we're starting to see more representation of us on TV and, on, and in movies. And so um, for those that are now seeing, oh, I can do this too because we're seeing it more prevalent you know it's more prevalent we're seeing it that this is a great platform for the get the get their start um and and help it grow you know what i mean so i think thank well, you all for making this yeah it's funny that you said that steven without any meaning interruption oh yeah I'm, I'm a man of a certain age okay okay so i'm you know we're all of different ages okay and, but i've been around i'm the oldest of the group okay and i can say i can say it's funny you just said what you just said. I can say I'm a person who can say when I turned on the TV when you I was a see. kid, yep. was, I can count on on one hand uh -huh. how many people, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Uh, that looked exactly. like me was on TV. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yes, we have progressed to that point that we have many of us doing many different things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you turn on a TV show, I was watching um, Robin C. Um, she has a, a, a TV show on, on um, cable TV where she's doing sketch comedy. And I just thought that was so awesome right, to see yeah. her with this show. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, on top of the show that she used to have. So when you see things like this and you know this kind of stuff is out there, of course, you know, people like the three of us want to get in on that market and be able to get those people to come to us and say, right. oh, okay, so you have this platform, so now let me put my show on your platform so that people can see it exactly. and may not have seen it. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. So we're, oh, man, we're excited about this. Well, I'm excited for you all. Again, I mean, tell tell us uh, where we can learn. If, if, I know that you're, you're still building the website and everything, but is there anywhere we can learn more about it? You know, for um, filmmakers out there who want, we have the website. Where do we find more information at this point? Right. So, um, right, right now, we're we're still kind of in a pre-launch phase. We don't want to put too much information out there. Okay. Okay. Um, but probably in the probably in the next month or so, okay, um, we are going to do some type of blitz. You know, kind of like our pre-launch marketing. But for right now, people who are interested in um, being a potential, you know, uh, having their film on our platform, they can send us an email at bmmnow okay. number one at gmail dot com. We can kind of get back to them uh, with other information. So that tells everyone out there, you filmmakers out there, you have a month to get your stuff together before you start submitting. <laughs> get it, get it going, get it going. Right. So, well, listen. Right. And uh, and, and yeah. I'll say real quick, just pick it back off, Dave. Um, I I wouldn't mind if Netflix bought us out for like ten million dollars. Right. I'm, I'm probably going to sell. Right. <laughs> you can't give up on us like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I get it. though. I get it. I get it. Well, I want to thank you, Sheryl Hoggins. David Coker and uh, Leonard Young for joining us tonight. Again, you all. Thank you. You have to submit your stuff. It's Black Media Matters Now. Uh, email address bmmnow1 yep, at gmail.com. Yeah. Submit your, submit your work. We have so many. I've had so many filmmakers on the show, and this is game changing for them. So thank you all for providing this platform for them. And I uh, wish you all nothing but uh, success. All right, thank you. Thank you, you, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Again, our thanks goes out to uh, Sheryl Hawkins, David Coker, and Leonard Young. It is blackmediamattersnow.com. For more information, go to our website. We'll be right back after this.
I'm on my way Let's address all the shit that we had to say Got me caught in my feelings, I'm not okay You say fuck off, you hate me, I'm feeling away Hold up, wait a minute, I ain't shit Well you ain't even, pack your bags, fuck out of here You've been evicted, get out of here You press my buttons now Stephen Knight's show. Chike Adam is on his honeymoon. We hope you're having a wonderful time with him and his wife. So I guess you're uh, you're holding down solo. You know, I actually forgot that Adam wasn't going to be on tonight. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was actually hoping that he saw a movie that I was supposed to see this week, um, Dr. Sleep. So I won't see that until next week because <laughs> I kind of promised that I wouldn't see it. You know, you promised for a date. Whatever. Anyway, um, Netflix, American Son with Kerry Washington. Did oh you see my that? gosh! Yes, yes. So, American Son is a movie that premiered on Netflix, starring Kerry Washington, uh, Jeremy Jordan, Stephen Pasquale, and Eugene Lee. Mm-hmm. Wow! Like 
this project was so powerful and what 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 struck me as a filmmaker what struck me was basically the whole movie happens in one room yeah mm-hmm. play it was more like i was watching a play than i was watching a movie yeah it was very very interesting very interesting yeah very powerful and very to the point, and it's all over the place. It's touching on all of your senses. It's making you think about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, go ahead, Steven. I like how they showed the different uh, viewpoints of the, because, you know, Carrie Washington, obviously, she's black. Her um, husband, who they're estranged, he's white. Then they have the black, um, I guess, whoever the guy was at the end that came out his standpoint being a law enforcement as black than the young white um police officer but it showed everyone's ignorances as well as their um their pick i mean like you know their vantage points on on police brutality and um and on um you know, us being pulled over, black black guys being pulled over, what the white police officers look at, what the black police officers look at, you know, how it is being black being pulled over. That fear, you know, so I liked how they just explore, because I was expecting to see a story, and really it wasn't, so like you said, mm-hmm. it all takes place in one room, um, and it was just, it was, it's, and it's not long, it's like an hour and a half, but it was just, um, yeah, it was very compelling. It was very compelling, and it gets and it gets to the point really quickly. Yeah. It's not something that's going to drag out and take long. It gets right to the point, and when it gets to the point, it grabs you hard because mm-hmm. there were points, and I was like on the edge of the chair. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I found myself holding my breath. Yeah. and feeling some type of way, and you know, mm-hmm. it, it it grabs you. It really the, does. The ending so broke my heart. Check it out. The ending broke my heart. Oh my god! Oh my god! <sighs> yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, we won't tell you the story. Just no. check it out. It's check called it out. American Sun. It's on Netflix. Uh, I saw another uh, Netflix movie uh, called The King, uh, and it basically is about a young man who is basically a wayward prince. He basically does whatever the hell he wants to do, and his father's ailing, and he never had respect for his father, nor did his father have for him. Mm. And he winds up picking his younger brother, to be the king because he's more astute. He studied at it, but from the younger younger prince's perspective, his older brother was infallible and he did no wrong. And he always tried to live up to that, and he could never make it. But the father wanted to the second prince to be the the king. And with that being said, the father gets ill and he dies. And I won't tell you the rest, but check it out. It's it's a very a very good movie as it relates to a young man coming into his own manhood mm. and also acquiring power. And as he's moving through life with that, because he became king very young. Um, definitely check it out. It's very powerful. Nice. It, it, it's it's medieval time, so it's you no know, knighthood, horses, uh, field battling. You know, some people are really into that. I like those types of movies. And very strong, dramatic content. Check it out, The King. Okay. Okay. So, Steven. Uh-huh. Who killed? Who shot Ghost? I don't even watch that show. <laughs> you don't watch Power? Uh-uh. Oh, I'm, my God. I mean, and it, it's not It's not that it's a good show. I, I remember um, a few years ago, I was in New York, and one of my friends I was staying at didn't have um, cable. And the only thing I could mm-hmm. watch was season two of Power. 
So I watched that whole season. And it was really good, but I just don't have stars. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. A lot of people aren't, aren't going to have stars because Xfinity yeah, is moving stars from their package. Um, all of my Amazon people, you already know, you can just purchase stars by itself. You know, just buy the, put the Apple into yeah. the, the Fire Stick, uh-huh. and you know, you you still have your stars. You don't have you don't need Xfinity for that. You Xfinity people, um, I don't know what you're gonna do because you're not gonna have your power, but you can probably download the Stars app on your mobile device, and you can catch up that way. Mm-hmm. Just don't be watching it at work and get in trouble, or right. watching it while you're driving. Exactly. But you know, you got you got a a, a laptop or a. Uh, What's the thing? A pad, one of those iPad things. Yeah, go ahead and download your stars so you can yeah. continue to watch. Most definitely. Um, I'm watching Watchmen on HBO, uh, starring Regina King. It's getting really, really, really good. I don't know if you watched that or mm-hmm. if you remember. I want movie. to. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. You should get into it. Real. Um, another uh, show on HBO. This is Fletcher. It's about a single mom who's now has empty nest. And she's basically um, discovering herself all over again. It's pretty interesting. It's funny. Oh, wow. It's comedy. Check it out. Um, watching uh, two new shows. Well, they're not news. new. They're not new to me. I've been them for a while. This is the first time talking about it. Uh, the Circus on Showtime, which is a political news show. You know, I'm really loving this story that we have developing, you know, the greatest, second greatest story ever told. And it's the impeachment. Oh, yes. Donald Trump. Yeah, so this it, it play, it's playing out like a movie. So I, uh-huh. I'm watching all these new shows so I can stay up on the story and get all my information. And the circus on Showtime is one of those shows. They, mm. They're really, really good at what they do. And I'm watching the documentary on stars called Leavenworth. And it's basically about war crimes and um, what happens to soldiers as it relates to them being penalized within their judicial system because the military judicial system is something totally separate from any other piece of government it has nothing to do with anything that we know anything of it's private so this movie is talking this documentary is basically talking about that and what happened to one soldier as he's being prosecuted i guess for war crimes it's very interesting nice nice another good story unfolding yeah so uh one more thing before i leave um the people that have been used to all of the Marvel content being on Netflix, when Disney launches their platform, they're taking all of the Marvel stuff with them because they own it. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to let you know in case you you know didn't know or you forgot, but you're going to be losing your Marvel content. So you might want to talk about Disney. Yeah. That's most, it. Most definitely. Alright, well, as always, thank you for letting us know what to spend our money and our time on and what not to. And uh, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll talk in December. Absolutely. Alright, right back after this. Coming out, I overcame all the drama now. 
I'm going strong on my bounce back. My setback got me on track. Now every day it's a new task. Face my fears covered up underneath the mask. I had to ease my mind from the crazy shit. Adjusted for the perfect fit. Scars from my past, but surrounded with the counterfeit. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can't you see? All I need, all I need is me. Let me catch the grips. Control my attitude, let me lock my lips. And when they pop the clips, I push the anchor down, then I rock the ship. Yo, I've been smoking steady, tripping, get the sip and told them, listen, they ain't ready for the petty. When I dodge it, I stay ready. Fatal humble, keep it heavy, stay low key. Call me shady, I ain't with it, I ain't with it. Tell them critics, I ain't with it. It was kind of hard for me to see. Dreaded pain, turn to misery. Lack of love in the families. Jealousy from my enemies. I had to keep it going. Shoulder weight maxed out, keep it flowing. Uh. Then I rise above it. Bragging rights, longer nights, I put nothing for it. Chup, chup. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. Yeah. All I need, all I need is. Uh. Yo. Uh. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh. Steve and I show Miss Jen genuinely. How you doing, Jenner? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. We're just talking about how it's getting colder <laughs> here in Atlanta. So, are you ready for the cold? Are you ready for? I am not. I said, if anything, just let it snow so I can be out of work. But right. other than that, <laughs> right. you know, uh... <laughs> no, I'm not ready for it at all. I am ready for Christmas though, but I'm not I ready too. for the cold weather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they got some good things for us. So let you take it away. I do, I do. So, um, you know, I just want to say, have, well, I don't know if it's Happy Veterans Day, but just in case, Happy Veterans Day to everyone out there who served um, yes. in our armed forces. 
And that's yes. a very important job. And, Most definitely. You know, they're very courageous, and mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. So Me my either. hat's off to them. <laughs> Me yes, either. Yes. <laughs> I am a wet when it comes to that sort of stuff. So, right, you know, right. it's a very courageous job, and it takes a very courageous person. It really does. Do it, so. it really does. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, um, of course, uh, to commemorate Black, I'm sorry, to commemorate Veterans Day, you know, all of these stores are having all of these wonderful sales. So I have quite a few things for you. And just keep in mind that today is the last holiday before Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So if you, and sometimes I find if you're not getting up at the crack of dawn, then Black Friday isn't going to really do much for you. Right. Or, you know, or heading out right after Thanksgiving dinner. Black mm-hmm. Friday isn't really going to be very beneficial. Right. So um, I usually find that. Veterans Day sales are better than like those midday Black Friday sales. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Uh, the Gap is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of everything in the store and online. Plus, you can get an extra 50%. I'm sorry, you can get up to 50% off of everything in the store and online. Plus, you can get an extra 50% off of all sale styles. The Nordstrom Rack is. Um, having their clear the run, clear the rack sale. And if you shop there now, you can get an extra 25% off of all of their clearance items. Um, and that, and they're also having, uh, they have these sales events where they highlight a designer. And so right now what they're doing is they're giving you some added savings on Hunter Boots. So if anybody's interested in that, you can go to Nordstrom Rack. Uh, Banana Republic is having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of everything in the store and online, and that does include the clearance items. Uh, Nordstrom, not Nordstrom Rack, but Nordstrom is having a fall sale. And if you shop there now, you can get up to 40% off of select styles. Uh, Express is also having a sale. And if you shop there, you can get 50% off of all clearance items. I'm sorry, an extra 50% off of all clearance items. Plus, you can get up to 50% off of everything else. Um, I believe I told you guys about Michael Kors. They're having a sale. Um, their autumn sale is still going on. If you shop there now, you can get 50% off of everything in the store and online. And um, that sale does end today, so you guys need to hurry up and shop um, if you're interested. Uh, Pottery Barn is having a sale. And the reason I'm talking about Pottery Barn is because I know that they're a furniture store, not necessarily a fashion store or clothing store, clothing reta- retailer. But it is about to be Christmas time, and I'm a huge Christmas person. Mm-hmm. So um, they will have a lot of Christmas decor in their store. So just FYI. Uh, BCBG Max Azria is uh, having – they're still having their friends and family sale. Today is the last day for that as well. And if you shop there now, you can get 30% off of everything in the store and online. And that does include clearance, so you'll be getting that, an extra 30% off of their clearance. Uh, Guess is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get up to $100 off of your purchase. So it just depends on your price point. Um, Pandora, um, that's really big for me. Um, I just started my my Pandora bracelet. Well, Robbie started it. He started my Pandora bracelet, so now I'm like all into it now. I was a little late to the party, but I'm here. What is that? So (laughs) it's like charm, um, and they have all types of things. They have rings. They have jewelry. Um, but they usually have like bracelets and you can add like little Pandora charms to your bracelet and they, it's usually for like milestones or special moments in your life. So mm-hmm. Dylan, I mean, Robbie got me like a mom and son, uh, charm and it was two charms, one for me and one for Dylan, mother and son. Um, he got, 
he got one for, he got a handbag for me because I love handbags. He got, I mean, he just got like a, like pretty much he's filled up my bracelet. He's the okay. one who gets me all of my charms. Nice. And normally with Pandora, yeah. And they're not cheap either. So, you know, mm-hmm. this yeah. is a really, really good promotion that they're having. So they're having a Veterans Day sale and you can get 25% off of your purchase. Because, you know, Pandora charms can be, you know, 75 bucks. So they're not, they're not inexpensive. Okay. And... You know, so if you if you want to take advantage of that, today is the last day. But if you have anybody special in your life and you know that they have a Pandora bracelet or you, that they're into Pandora, I would say that would be a great gift idea okay. for anyone. Yeah, yeah, because they have like thousands of charms. Okay, okay, nice for Pandora. And uh, Macy's. Last but not least, uh, Macy's is having a friends and family sale. Um, if you shop there now, you can get fifteen percent off of all of their fragrances. Plus, you can get thirty up to thirty percent off of select styles in their in their store, and that does include everything from, um, you know, bed and bath to clothes and shoes. So mm-hmm. that includes everything. Nice, nice, nice. They can find all this at jengenuinely.com, correct? They surely can. All right, Janelle. Well, thank you as always, and have a great week. Okay, you do the same, Steven. All right, right back after this.
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Aaron Cosby, how's it going? Stevie, Stevie K, what's up, buddy? All is well. That's how's good. I can't complain. I didn't do much. I, I I did go to a birthday brunch yesterday. Other than that, I was at the house chilling. <laughs> how was your weekend? Got these braces tightened up on uh, Friday. Ouch. Things are, are pulling. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pulling tight. So, um, but other than that, you know, it's all is well. My um, my my um my voice might sound a little lispy if it does i i apologize um actually sound you sound nervous. just normal so okay good, 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 good. <laughs> and uh also i was watching football mm-hmm. a lot of studying and saw where the you know, falcons they finally pulled one out uh-huh they they pulled i mean beat the they, saints they did it they beat the Saints, man. Like, 26-9. And it, and it wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. In New Orleans. Okay. Go ahead, Falcons. You know, so, hey, Falcons, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm need y'all to bring that same energy right. for other games. Exactly. <laughs> Keep yeah. that same energy. Keep that same energy up. Absolutely. Speaking of energy, um, the Falcons played the um, Saints again on Thanksgiving night. Okay, yeah, that'll be interesting. It's going to be lit. Uh-huh. Thursday night, Thanksgiving night. Um, I'm looking forward to. I'm seeing it. It's yeah. going to be a nice game. And 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 I and again, I hope that they bring that same energy the same energy. Keep it up, All right? To the Mercedes Benz. Stadium in Atlanta that they did to the Mercedes Benz Superdome in New Orleans. So exactly. Bring it, bring it to Atlanta. I see your Ravens uh, killed it yesterday. Oh, yeah. 49 to 13 against the Bengals. Ooh, wee. Mm hmm. You said they're doing their thing for sure. They are doing it. And what what's so great about it is that they're still kind of under the radar a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, yeah. Even though they beat the Patriots, wasn't even close. Right. Beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Wasn't close. Yep. Demolished the Bengals. Yeah. On the road, even though it is the Bengals, but still, I mean, they, but still keeping it keeping it up. They, yeah. They're beating the teams and, they should be deep beating. Right. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson, man, it, it's, it's just a beautiful, like, he, he is beautiful to watch. Yeah. Like, the game of football. Like, he, it's like Michael Vick, but, but just, I don't, it's, it's, it's different. It's different. It's similar, but it's also, it's, it's, it's just brand new Michael Vick. 2.0, it's exciting, it's hot, and you know that's that's my squad. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. big ups to the Ravens. I have the Ravens actually winning the AFC. I uh-huh. yes, you heard it here first. All right, I'm going to the Super Bowl. Like I, I for right now, I'm going to going to the Super Bowl. Um, we'll see what happens, but yes, yeah, that's my squad anyway, and. And I ride with them, and we're gonna see what happens. Um, let's see, Dallas, them Cowboys, the Cowboys. They lost. Um, yeah, they lost. Close game, 
28-24 to the Vikings. 28-24, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to the Vikings, yeah. Um, are you a Cowboys fan at all? I'm not. My dad is, though. How did how, how did your dad take it? Did he, no, no, I didn't talk to him. That? I didn't talk to him. I'm sure he was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, they lost. Um, Joe, and this was kind of funny, but kind of sad at, at the same time. Um, President Trump went down to... Oh, my God. Um, Alabama? Yeah, he went, he went to... Alabama mm-hmm. on Saturday to watch the um, Alabama LSU game. I don't know why he goes these games with his booze. I don't know why. That's yeah. a narcissist. <laughs> um, I didn't watch the game, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming that he that he didn't get. Well, he probably got booed, but it probably wasn't. Nearly yeah, as bad they didn't as say as anything. But I didn't read anything about it. Yeah, it probably. I mean, he. It was probably more. Cheers than it was food. Right. I'm but he brought that bad energy and mojo down to Alabama because they lost. Mm-hmm. They yep. lost to LSU. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, yo, buddy, dude, stay in DC. Right. Stay, stay, stay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Alabama lost. Um, LSU is. They are a um, great team. They are probably, I would say, the yeah, I would say that they are the best team in the SEC, and I could easily see them playing in the national championship game against likely Ohio State. Mm -hmm. Everything kind of plays itself out. um, I could see LSU, Ohio State. Okay. Um, we shall see. All right, Ohio State um, killed uh, Maryland on Saturday, seventy-three to fourteen. Oh, Lord, it, bro, <laughs> bro, it was a, it was, it was a homicide. Like mm-hmm. they, yeah, they, they. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. Mar- you know what? Okay, let me just say this really quick. Maryland should have never left the, the ACC to mm. go to the Big Ten. Yeah, they are out of their league. Big Ten school, mm-hmm. they're out of their league. Yeah. It's just, it it doesn't even look right. It doesn't feel right. It's it's just not. It's yeah. just not. And and I wonder if the powers that be in Maryland are having second thoughts about that now. I'm sure they are. Because yeah, yeah, because it's it's just not working. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it's going to work. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if within the next five years or so that we hear that Maryland has decided to move back to the ACC. Yeah. If if the ACC would, would want them back. Right. They never, they mm-hmm. never, like, yo, we don't we don't we we don't want you but I but it's just not working. Yeah. It's just not working. It's just no. not working. Um yo, that's all I got really I, I kinda wanna talk about basketball but I I'll then again well, no. Let me just say this. Steph Curry is out. I don't know if mm. you heard. Like mm. he, oh yeah, he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So Warriors. I don't. Mm. <laughs> it, it might be a long. They have to step up. Yeah. If you're a Warriors team, yeah, folks either have to step up or it's going to be one of them long, just just a long, long season. Yeah. And um, yeah, but that's that's all I got, man. Sports. So. All right. 
Iran, we will talk again in December. Enjoy your uh, your um, Thanksgiving. And, uh, oh, same, 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 same. Oh, and happy Veterans Day to all. Yes, happy Veterans Day to all vets. Most definitely. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I'll talk to you next month. All right, right back after this.
don't go to sleep without saying your prayer. Well, that's our show. I want to thank the founders of Black Media Now. Check them out. Go to our website at stevenightshow.com. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you back in December. Peace and good night. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.